0: Uh, all right, we're back in the division here, and um, you know, Buffalo's uh, you know, certainly had a good good year. They got a good football team. Uh, you know, do do a lot of things well. It's reflected by their record and and the way they played. And um, you know, impressive win um, against Pittsburgh. Uh, certainly against Dallas on on a short week down there in Thanksgiving. Um, and it came down to us play against the Ravens. So. We have a good, really good offense, good defense, good in the kicking game. Um, you know, a lot to get ready for. Some carryover from the first game, but that was a long time ago, and there's quite a few differences between now and then. Uh, some players we hadn't seen or didn't see then that we'll probably see now. Um, Singletary, you know, Orff, Knox, Croft, so forth. So um, that would be a big big challenge for us here. and you know, Hopefully i will have a good week and be ready to go. Do you have questions or call on them? Mike Reese. Today, um, you're in the field house, which is unusual. Um, is that more? Uh, how does the field house help you get accomplish what you want to get accomplished today versus outside? Is it yeah, we're on a little different schedule this week because normally I wouldn't practice on Tuesday, so two days after the game. But I feel like that was the best thing to do this week, so that's what we're doing. Where it's so unusual that you're in there, like, does that facility? service purpose for you, like, could you envision yourself without it, I guess? I mean, I know not every team has or that's sort of the people of curiosity. Yeah, for what we're doing today, it's what we plan on doing anyway. Tom Keegan? I've had a number of big special teams plays this year on blocks, et cetera. That kind of feed on itself, and guys get even more fired up about being a part of that and that kind of stuff happens. I think we have a lot of confidence in that unit. Uh, you know, we we missed a few. Missed one, missed probably three or four. Um, missed one last week. So, we'll just keep working on it. Uh, just, you know, there's always it's a tough play offensively or for the punt team. Everyone to look at it, you know, to execute and protect and, you know, get it off cleanly and still have a really good punt. So, uh, there's something to be said for putting pressure on the specialists there. But, also returned them too, so it's definitely a place for both. We'll, just, we'll keep working on all of it. It's all, all part of all tied in together. What sort of strides have you seen Josh Allen take from when you saw him back in whatever that was late September, or early October to now? Yeah, he's good then, he's good now. Is it decision making has that improved? Oh I know that's something that they were harping in harpering on there for him. Yeah, he's made a good decision, they've won. Dave Glover, Yeah. good. Right, Henry, Well, you talked um, yesterday about how you've been able to rotate your cornerbacks this year. And um, is, it, is there, with sort of that diversity of skill sets that you have at that position, is there any similarity to kind of like what you guys have done at running back where, you know, you get to use those guys situationally to really highlight, you know, their different skill sets? yeah uh we haven't used them too much situationally. It's just been more of we have good players and let them all play. It's kind of like that outside linebacker uh, running back so there's positions where we have good depth and you know, sometimes it's a certain certain situation of one player over another, but I think in a lot of these cases they're just they can play in all situations, so we just rotate them a little bit and put them in there. Cool. Bill, what is uh, Devin Singletary given their offense? From what you've seen, he didn't play against you guys uh, back in Week Four. He's got good quickness. Um, he's in there on all downs. And he's got some speed to the outside. Good quickness to make guys miss. Is involved in the passing game. He's got twenty you know, some catches, whatever it is. So, it's three down player. Andrew Calvin. Uh, Bill, so what, sorry, uh, so you know when they've been going no huddle, which they've done that in some games, then certainly it benefits you to have the same back on the field and not have to not have to sub backs you know situationally, so he's getting on that, I don't know if that's the reason or not, but that's just the way it's worked out, sorry okay um I'm curious when understanding every defensive back is different, is there much room to develop ball skills, specifically as a skill, once a player enters your program, or is that something that might be a little bit more innate than you can actually develop? I think you can definitely improve it. Yeah. And uh, we we always work on that. I mean, look, it's it's a hard position for defensive back to be in. You know, they don't get many chances at the ball. They're never the intended receiver. So a lot of the catches they have to make are. Balls that are really not thrown to them. They have to go and get, make a tough catch on and all that. That's, that's part of being a defensive player. You know, you're you're not the receiver. You're the defender. So, um, you know, you have to work on that. Certainly, I think you can work on it and improve it. Some guys have more natural instincts, ball skills than others. Um, like trying to make a slow player fast. You're never going to make a slow player the fastest guy on the team. But you can improve his speed. So... Some guys, you know, have good ball skills and they can become elite. Some guys have not good ball skills and hopefully they can become better. As you're working on that, is is it more just trying to get guys more opportunity in phase to give them more chances to be in that position? Or can you be in that position and kind of work and adjust your kind of technique or approach once you're in the position to make a play? Yeah, I want to think all of the above. Some of it's some of it's putting yourself in position to make a play, and then there's the element of actually finishing the play, making a catch, looking the ball into your hands and so forth. But depending on what the coverage is and what your relationship is with the receiver, uh and how how fast the two players are moving or if the speed if there's a a change in speed, then that indicates that indicates something as well. And so based on all those things, the the defender reacts a little bit differently. Or should react a little bit differently, and so you just kind of keep repping those things over and over again until they become instinctive and reactive. You don't really think about it, and something happens, and you do it and do the right thing, and hopefully that puts you in position to play the ball. Okay. you. Uh, cost seems to be increasing his workload. We've got to read at this point. Beyond health, what's allowing him to take on a bigger role? let uh, you know, it's just it's worked out that way. You know, we've had in the last few weeks we've had Ben and uh, Matt kind of splitting the role a little bit. You know, Ben's been involved with the more passing situations and Matt in the running situations, but they they can do both, and they have done both, and I could change a little bit from week to week my game plan, so we'll see how it goes. But it's more early down situations than our third down situations. so that if you do it that way, you... The pay, playing time is almost always going to, you know, break that way. <clears throat> What's allowing uh, Trudy's White to generate so many takeaways this season? Okay, well he's had them in the past. He's, he's a good player. He's quick. He's fast. He's got good instincts, good ball skills. So, you know, he's around the ball, and he's got good hands to finish and make the play. It's good awareness. Any other questions? I'm Phil Perrin. Um well, I'm just curious, we've we've seen Tom obviously on and off the, the injury report. I'm just I'm wondering how the other quarterbacks that are on the roster have handled um practice, if Tom has had to to miss any time. Um how has Jared worked in his first year in Cody, I'm sure is part of that equation too. Yeah, I mean, those guys are always ready to go and um it's it's an opportunity for them. Um you know it's hard to practice three quarterbacks, but um, and there have been a couple examples where Tom uh, hasn't been able to do a lot this year, so that's given uh, Stid an opportunity to go with the first group and you know run our plays and run our offense, and that's been good for him. It's given Cody an opportunity to run more of the scout team plays because Jarrett's not taking those, so it's, you know, and again, quarterbacks are always looking for more work. So, um, so that's... They've taken advantage of it. And I think it's it's helped I mean you don't always want to do it that way. Sometimes it's best to do things that way and that's that's good for everybody. Um, so but you know, we want everybody out there as healthy as they can be, so that's ultimately the goal, but it's not always that way and certainly a lot it, that's a better scenario than having just one just two quarterbacks so that then one guy has to take everything. Not that he can't take it, it's a national football league, but um, you know, mentally going from a defensive period to an offensive period to a defensive period to an offensive period, not really the best, you know, it's not as conducive to high level of execution in either one, so. But sometimes that's what it is and so you have to adjust. Can you get a good sense from how, uh, can you get a good sense of where Jared's at by how the team responds to him in those practice situations? Evalu- sure, we can evaluate everything he does, that's what we do, yeah, we evaluate it, exactly. <laughs> and just to build off the topic, sometimes on the road games, and even we've seen Mick working with Cody um, like before the game. I don't even know if you're familiar with that, but what has Mick done to help Cody in terms of that extra work that you usually see out on the game field? Right, well... You know, mix. I mean, when you have two quarterbacks at two different levels from where Tom and Jared, or Tom and Cody, are relative to who we're all experienced, or certainly experienced within our system. Um, neither, neither Cody or Jared have very much. So, um, there's a lot of things that need to you need to go over with them. That honestly, you've probably been over with Tom 400 times. So. Um, try to be a little more efficient with it. to uh, Work with those guys. And Jared's been here a little longer than Cody has, but at the same time, you know he can, you know, use the the review or the uh, maybe it's another some finer points that didn't get covered the first two or three times. Maybe something comes up the next time based on an experience or a situation or something that's happened on that play or in that uh, in that scenario that wasn't talked about earlier that. Um, you know, brings up a question or another coaching point. So, you just you know, try to work with all players, young players. It's like that at every position. Honestly, there's guys at every position that have a lot of experience, and there's guys at that position that don't have very much. And you, know, you don't want to talk down to the guys that have a lot of experience, and you don't want to talk above the guys that really don't know what you're talking about. So, there's times you have to try to, as a teacher, bridge that. Thanks, Kurt. Okay. Yeah, thank you.